guys. I hope that you are having an amazing, amazing day. If you're not having an amazing day, go change it around. Have some pancakes or something. Go exercise. Wow. I don't know. Do something fun. Anyway, pancakes, pancakes for me are fun. French, anyway. French toes are better. All right, French continue. Go. <laughs> anyway, we are having an awesome day over here, and part of that has to do with you guys. We love all the support that you give us, and we would appreciate even more support, guys. So please, like, subscribe, follow, share, comment. Any button you can click, click it. If you can, click it multiple times. Why not? Anyway, um, I'm super excited today because we have a really amazing, amazing question from you guys. Um, Aurus, what did I do when I heard this question? I was so excited. When she heard this question, she started jumping up and down. And she, it was it was like she was a kangaroo. I and mean, pro that, probably far. she was jumping higher. Uh, just kidding, guys. But no, but the question, it really is a great question, which, which one of you definitely sent us. Uh, which shows a lot about the way you think and the way you know, your thought process, which we found fascinating. Mm -hmm. But pro probably lots of people have this question. We paraphrase it, are you your own bully? But the question in reality had to do with how do you speak to yourself? And when you speak to yourself, how do you take that conversation into your own personal life? And how do you use that to help yourself in different aspects of your life? So in reality, how are you speaking to yourself? That, that's really the question. Can I just say a side yeah, point about kangaroo, kangaroos? Because it's on my head. Because you spoke about kangaroos. Basically, you know how kangaroos have a tail, guys? When they're, like, fighting with another kangaroo, they will lean on that tail as if it's a leg, and both of their legs will go up and, like, kick the other one. So their, like, tail is super strong, and they can use it as a leg. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. I had no, I had no idea. She knows tons of weird, random animal facts. Was only allowed to watch National Geographic growing up. When she was growing up. But going back, guys, because I know you guys want, want, want to know about this. So, are you your own bully? Right? So, what, I'm going to start asking Aliza some questions. Um, again, why do you think this is such... Why do you think people, when they think of this question... So many people, either they don't really give a lot of importance to this question, if you're your own bully, or they don't really examine the way that they speak to themselves mentally, internally, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people, they're like, oh, that's just a bunch of, like, garbage, and that's just a bunch of BS psychology. It doesn't really work. What's your opinion, and why do you think so many people don't really pay attention to the way they speak to themselves internally? Okay, I love this. I, I get so excited about this question. The reason I think that people don't really pay attention or care about how they speak to themselves is because no one's watching. That's true. No one's watching, right? And a lot of times, they're not even watching themselves. And what do I mean by that? Like, when you have a conversation with another person, a lot of times we're polite because we don't want to get into a whole confrontation and we don't want the people around us to think bad things about us and all those types of things, right? True. When you're having a conversation with yourself, who's there? You, your conscience, and yourself. Right. Now, when you're having that conversation with yourself, are you even really thinking about the fact that you're having a conversation with yourself? Many times, no. No, you're basically just like running through ideas in your head. And we're so used to it because we've been doing it since we were born, basically, that we don't think of it as a thing. We just think of it. It's kind of like walking. Do you think about it when you walk? No. I mean, you might a little bit. Well, because I, I actually, I might because I, I, I work in PT. So, yeah, I don't think about it when I walk, actually, sometimes. <laughs> OK, let's say breathing. Not, mm -hmm. We don't really think about it when we're breathing. Well, I do actually. <laughs> PT. <laughs> OK, the vast majority of people don't think about it when they're breathing. That's right? true. Yes. It's the same thing with talking in our head because it's so natural to us. We don't think about it. We just do it. Now, why is this such a bad thing is the real question, right? Because if there's no one that's monitoring the conversation or making sure that it's going well, it's 
it can get extremely, extremely harmful because there's not, there's no filters, guys. There's absolutely no filters in talking to yourself, right? Mm. Now, when you're talking to someone else, you think about their feelings, right? Correct. You think about what the consequences of this conversation will be, right? Mm -hmm. And it monitors what you say, right? That's correct, yeah. Imagine having a conversation with someone without any filters. Could I give a quick example? Are you saying that it is it like, for example, it's like a boxer. Mm-hmm. A boxer is fighting someone else, let's say another boxer, but there's no referee. And let's say even though he's knocking out the guy, no one's stopping and he continues. Are you saying that a lot of times people speak to themselves with no limits and, they're, and they harm themselves? Exactly. But mm. I'm saying it's even worse than that. Not only is the boxer fighting without a referee there, they also have a blindfold on and they're just hitting. They're just hitting. So they don't know when the punches are coming to them, and they don't know when they're actually landing. They're just kind of going blind. Okay. Right? Yeah. And there's no one there to tell them when to stop. That's what it's like when we talk to ourselves. But let's bring it back into the co- the context of a conversation, because I think okay. it'll be easier to understand. Yeah. Let's say you're talking to your boss, right? Okay. And let's say you have zero filters, and you have all of these negative thoughts about your boss. Let's say, I know that you actually love your boss. I do, actually. He's a great guy, guys. But let's say you actually didn't, right? And you had a lot of resentment there, and you had zero filters, and you had a history of your entire life there, bad memories and frustration and all these things. Okay. And now you're talking to them. What's going to happen to your job? Well, you might get fired. Might? You, well, no, you, 99.9% you're going to get fired. You're going to get fired, right? Or sued. Why? Because you're probably going to have an abusive conversation, right? Correct, yes. People do that to themselves every single day. Can you give some examples to some people who are listening? I mean, probably the people who are listening know exactly what you mean. But for those who don't know, what, what are some examples that are just things that people tell the, themselves? Well, first of all, one thing that drives me nuts with, between people and to ourselves is calling names, right? Mm. When you call other people names, it's a big problem, right? When you call yourself a name... There's nothing to defend and say like you're not deserving of that name. And a lot of people do that. For example, like let's say someone got a bad grade on a test, right? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh man, I'm so stupid. I'm so lazy. Why didn't I study? What's wrong with me? All of those things, right? Mm-hmm. And they're seen as like normal things to say to yourself. Correct. But if someone else were to say that to you, is that normal? Like let's say you got a bad grade on, mm-hmm. you have a, a chemistry final coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you get like a 50 or a 40 or something like that. And I go, wow, Aurus, you're so stupid and lazy. Why didn't you study? What's wrong with you? Yeah. What's going to happen to our relationship? Wow. It's, uh, it's going to go down the river. Yeah. What do you think I think of you? Well, at that moment, well, you're saying all these negative words to me. So I think either you, you think of me as the worst, lazy, that I'm not as smart. Yeah. Immediately, those are the first things that come to my head. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Why is it any different if you say that to yourself? Well, like you mentioned, it's because no one's listening to you. And because you're telling it to yourself, right, you can't really get angry at anyone else. So you're like, well, it's probably true because I'm telling this to myself. Mm-hmm. So one of the tricks to make sure that you're not doing this is to kind of like separate yourself. They actually do this when they're treating a lot of people with eating disorders, actually. Okay. They actually put like a room, a chair in the room that's there and they put ED there. It stands for eating disorder, right? Mm-hmm. And ED needs to speak for itself while the other person is speaking for themselves. So they separate the two entities, right? It's important to do this with yourself as well when you're talking to yourself because you need to understand that you're speaking your own opinion of yourself to you. So you're damaging your self-esteem like crazy, like crazy, like crazy, like crazy. If you instead separate yourself into two people, let's say, Mm -hmm. 
Now, this isn't going to get into split personality disorder or anything crazy like that. Don't worry, guys. Uh This is just like saying like, wow, you could have studied more, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of like, wow, I could have studied more. Don't put it into I, put it into you. It actually says in studies that if you separate it into a you, into like second person, it helps a lot because then you can have a dialogue. Now, why does that help? A dialogue means that there's two sides. That's correct, yes. So all of a sudden, you could have someone who's put it, bringing up the cons and someone who's bringing up the pros. When you separate it into two people, you can defend yourself at the same time while you're looking at your flaws rather than just being on one side. Because like, let's say you're on one side of the argument, you do everything you can to support that side of the argument, right? Correct, yeah. Rather than trying to see both sides. And it takes a lot of discipline to just put yourself in spot and say like, okay, I am going to see both sides of myself objectively when I'm in an emotional state, right? Mm -hmm. It's easier if you put it into you and you, right? Is it also good? I I just thought of this right right now because I know that you mentioned to use the word you. Mm -hmm. you, So now it's a dialogue. Could you also like, for example, mention the person's name? Like, Like if you're talking to yourself, you can say, John, why didn't you do so well on the exam? And then you can go back and forth. Like you're basically using your own name mm-hmm. and you're putting your name to the other person. Would that work as well? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's just a matter of separating it and realizing that one idea or one name that you're calling yourself mm-hmm. is not the entirety of your being. Of that there's facets to it, right? Because a person isn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. They're always got like multiple dimensions, right? Like there's no really such thing as black and white. Like, let's say we have this test that you studied, right? Correct. You got a bad grade, but does that mean you didn't study at all? No. I mean, a lot of people could could determine that if you get a bad grade, most likely you didn't study. But I said most likely you didn't study. Right. But that's not necessarily true. Maybe you studied, just not enough. That's correct. Yes. When you pull it apart and you make it a little bit more complicated in your head, it makes it that you can see more areas. Mm -hmm. You can see more like, okay, well... Actually, this happened also and this happened also. And you're a little bit more um, understanding of yourself. I'm not going to say forgiving. I'm going to say understanding. Okay. Okay. Now, the reason... I'm sorry. I'm going yeah, yeah, like... I'm, no, I'm just entirety. I'm just trying to say why... F- you said understanding, right? Understanding. Not forgiving. Understanding. See, that's... A lot of people would rather use the word forgiving, but you're saying understanding. Why is that? I don't like using the word forgiving necessarily in this context because Uh it makes people think like oh well then i'm just going to forgive myself for everything because i want to forgive myself for everything so i can't really trust myself right Mm -hmm. okay yeah whereas if you just understand yourself and you understand why you didn't study necessarily or what was going on that doesn't mean you excuse it and say it was okay not to study you just understand why you did and now you know how to fix it Instead of saying, like, if giving excuses, which is really what people are doing a lot of times when they forgive themselves, I'm not saying don't ever forgive yourself, guys. You have to know in which context to forgive yourself, but I think, like, not studying for an exam isn't something that's, like, a big sin that you can't forgive. It's just like, okay, what do you do next, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to understand Mm -hmm. what happened in your mind, and in order to do that, you have to pull it apart a little bit so that you can plan for the future better. It's like, let's say you were in a business meeting, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's say in a business meeting. Which we're we're actually going to a business meeting after this, actually. That's why Uh, we're so fancy, guys. Uh (laughs) Okay, so let's say you were in a business meeting, right? And this one uh, project that everyone was working on just like completely screwed up, Mm -hmm. right? Is it a productive business meeting if everyone goes around and says like, well, who do we blame and do we forgive them? No. No. It's a waste of time. Yeah. What's the productive way to handle that meeting? 
probably give positive, not positive, but just give feedback. Mm-hmm. Say, listen, uh, and try to understand, try to understand why that person said that or reacted that certain way. Figure it out why, then give feedback on how to avoid that next time and just go to the next agenda. Again, it's easier said than done, but that's the best way to do it. Exactly. It's to be constructive, right? Break down what happened and then figure out a way to fix it. You need to have that same business meeting in your head. You are not any different than the way you talk to anyone else. And a lot of times people are their own bully because they don't apply that discipline that they have with everyone else to themselves. That's such a bad thing. Now, it's interesting that we put it this way. Are you your own bully, right? Because a lot of times, how does someone become a bully, right? Because of their past, maybe childhood experiences were really bad. I mean, there's so many factors that can come into play. The why, because why is someone a bully and why is someone hurting someone else physically or uh, verbally, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're your own bully, right, you need to think why are you your own bully? What has happened to you or what is happening to you right now that is making you be so critical and nasty to yourself, right? I've noticed a lot of times, right? And also I've, I've read a ton of studies on this and there's great books on this. Um, that be, If you're interested in reading certain books about this, please guys send, send us a DM and we'll yeah. show you certain titles. We got lots of books, guys. Lots of books. But it's Too because much. a lot of times we become our own bullies is because, believe it or not, the closest people to us are the most negative. But a lot of times we're so blinded, like a horse, like, like exactly. When, when a horse is going, you, like, like in New York City, there, there's these horses where they, they how they do you call it? They have blinders. They have blinders here, so they can only look straight. So they don't get freaked out, yeah. Exactly. So a lot of times what, what occurs is that our family members, our closest friends, our closest people, they are our blinders, and they're covering us from every side. So because that's happening... There's so much negativity coming inside of us and we try to like, I don't want to say forgive them, but we try to, what's the word? Rationalize. We try to rationalize them. No, no, I need this person for this or that. Reality, you probably don't even need them. No, you we're just not feel... saying, guys, we're not saying to just like go disregard your family and get rid of them. No, of we're course not. not. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the disclaimer. That's why it's also important to learn how to read people and how to see if there being those negative types of people in your life. Because if you can determine and see if they're being manipulative or negative or always bringing you down for whatever reason, then you know that you got to make a decision. I'm not saying never speak to them again, but if you can limit little by little your connection or always const- or constantly seeing them, you will become less of a bully to yourself. You'll be able to be You'll be able to treat yourself better. You you know when they say you know go treat yourself, go go to a spa day, take take self care, self care, take yourself to, to the best restaurant. That's not only physically, right, with like health stuff and exercise and eating. That's also internally. So a lot of times, if internally it's all rotten, but superficially we're like all healthy and everything, right? That's very short term. If you want to do everything in the long term, it's not only superficially like with your hair. What you eat, I mean, of course, what you eat has to do with internally, but your skin or your nails, you also want to take care of yourself internally, your emotions. So, and that's only one, one thing that affects a lot of people. It's these negative, this negative energy, as they call it, coming towards you or affecting you at all terms. But Aliza, going back to what you were saying, what are other techniques that people can employ so they can, I'm trying to fit, fit so they, more aware? they can become more aware, more self-aware of how they're speaking to themselves and how can they, how can do that, that, that change? I love that you just asked this. 
Um, because I was thinking in my head, like, okay, how I'm very people good practically at my job. do this? Okay. Apparently, he's like a mentalist. <laughs> anyway, so basically, first of all, people need to realize that just because they listen to this video and they're like, oh, okay, now I am aware of the fact that people speak negatively in their heads. I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they walk away. You will continue to do it then if you just walk away and do that. You need to put in practical steps to become more aware because the first thing is most people are not even aware of the conversation in their head. They're so used to it that it's kind of just like there. They're not aware of it. So what I would say is the first step is you need to build that awareness, that, that sensitivity to what's going on inside you. Right? So what I say is the best thing to do is actually, let me backtrack just a little bit. Okay, go. A lot of people also don't think that they're even negative to themselves. Like they might hear this and say like, nah, it's just every so often I'll have like a bad moment. Right? Because people don't notice patterns, right? And they don't notice how often something happens until you actually record it and like look at the statistics, right? So what I would say is a really good step for people to start is a journal, actually. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a lot of people are not into like, what? I don't want to write down my feelings and things like that. Um, You don't need to sit there and write down your whole feelings and everything like that. I remember um because i journaled for a very very long time the first entry i did i was like i don't know why i'm doing this this is so stupid i don't want to do this um but basically what happens is you kind of like just write down whatever's in your stream of consciousness like whatever is just hanging out in your head right Mm -hmm. and then as you get more and more accustomed to it the uh the things to write come out easier and easier and easier And what it does is it allows you to look at it a little bit more objectively, a little bit more outside the perspective. And you can see like exactly what you wrote and what you think, right? Like you can see like, oh, wow, I talk a lot about this one thing. Hmm. Or I don't talk about this other thing that I feel like should be in here. So you can start noticing some of the gaps that are kind of in your internal dialogue, if you want to say. Um, The other thing is, guys... That positivity does not mean that you're always like, no, everything's good. Um, let's go look at the bright side of things. That's not what positivity is. And it drives me nuts when people say that they're so positive because they just always look at the bright side, right? That's not positivity. Positivity is looking at reality and seeing practically how it can get better, right? It doesn't mean being blind. Don't be blind. Look at that page that you're writing down and see if you're actually being positive or negative. Are you just ignoring and in denial about a bunch of things that you're not Hmm. like giving attention to that need to be given attention to are you on a sinking ship that you're just like saying like no no no, my ship isn't sinking with that journal you'll be able to start noticing those things right and then what's going to happen is because it's more upfront in your mind you're going to start being able to notice when you're speaking negatively to yourself what i would also do is every week let's say write down a couple of words that you're going to try not to use towards yourself, right? Like, let's say you're not going to use the word stupid, lazy, bad, um, uh, hopeless, hopeless. any of those words. Like, make a list of things that you're going to try not to use, right? Loser. 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 Anything like that. Make a list. And for that week, challenge yourself to not use those words. And then go from there. That's where I would start. And we... I, I just thought of this other alternative. Like, let's say they, they like they don't want to grab a journal and write his stuff down. Maybe just take your phone yeah. and voice record yourself. Maybe do a, maybe video yourself as you're speaking. 
or there's that even that would be awesome because you could yeah. also see the body language of how yeah. you give over those words like you can see like if there was like scorn disgust like what's going on on your face yeah that exactly cool. and it may, maybe like if you cry you can see at what point you cried what word maybe triggered you or what mm-hmm. memory so that's great and also like i would also say in regards to this and you tell me if you think this would work or not and why is I think that also an- another big thing in order to change the way you talk to yourself is to, I'm not saying to, to do this all the time, but a lot of times you want to have a good sense of humor for everything that, that you're seeing and for things that are happening to you. It's very important. Have a good sense of humor. Now, I'm not saying like if your mother dies I'm, I hope that doesn't happen. But I'm saying if oh she dies gosh, and so you start laughing, I'm not saying that. That's kind of extreme. But from so many things that are small or big, we, we get angry, we get frustrated. But maybe if we just change the way, we just start laughing at it, right? We start, we have a good sense of humor of what is happening around us, mm-hmm. right? We'll laugh about it. And then maybe later on, because we're laughing and we're, more, we're maybe like a little bit more calm and we're being more positive, positive or we're speaking better to ourselves, maybe later on it'll be easier for us to find a solution mm-hmm. because we are seeing everything with a grain of salt or we're not taking everything so serious. It's life or death or black and white. Yeah. What do you think? I 100% agree with you. I think that a sense of humor is such an important thing and also just like it builds up your resilience in life, right? Because like, if something negative happens and you're able to see the sense of humor in it and you're not taking yourself so seriously, you're able to bounce back faster and able to recover faster. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a huge thing. But also I wanted to mention that Please. this is this talking to yourself is so important because it does really two other things. First of all, it builds up your self-esteem, which builds up your confidence, right? But it also teaches you how it is appropriate to treat yourself and how it is not. So let's say you're in a relationship and this person is talking to you in a way that you would not talk to yourself. What does that tell you? Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it tells you that this person... It's not treating you well, mm-hmm. and you need to fix that communication pattern with that person. Because if True. you're not willing to talk to yourself like that, who are they to talk to you like that? Nobody. Not that you, you talk to me like that. You no, don't. no. Not at all. Not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's going to help you get out of any toxic relationship. Um, and it's also going to help you in the workforce, right? Like if someone is talking down to you or being disrespectful towards you, you're going to know your boundaries. Because also, you know the impact of someone talking to you like that. That's correct, yeah. And you are working so hard on your relationship with yourself that you're not going to let some other person ruin that and you're going to find a respectful way to tell them like, yo, that's not okay. Calm down and, and back and, away. Yeah, like don't talk to me like that. We're gonna, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Wow. Don't do that. Um, She's violent. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's really important to establish those appropriate boundaries with the people around you as well as with yourself. Beautiful, beautiful. Is there any last things you want to tell the audience uh, any last words in regarding to getting rid of being getting rid and just changing the whole dialect and just being better to yourselves? Um, yeah, this is not like a one week thing, guys. This is something that you do your entire life, right? Like, let's say in a marriage, right? It's not some. It's not like in the first year of our marriage, we're gonna work on our relationship and that is it. We're gonna be done. Oh, I thought it was a one year thing. 
No. Didn't we sign a one-year contract? It's at contract? least two years. At least two years. No, 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 guys. This is something that's going to be like a lifelong okay. thing that you're constantly working on that relationship with yourself and constantly developing it. So don't sit there and try to be like, well, why aren't I there yet? Why haven't I like improved the way I speak to myself already? You know, first of all, you should be saying like, well, why haven't you improved the way that you speak with yourself? Hey. hey. Um, but also, it takes time. It takes time. It's something that you've been doing for however long you've been alive. It's going to take time to turn it around and make sure that it is the appropriate way that you communicate with yourself that is respectful and productive. Awesome. And one more thing, guys. I really, really want to hear your feedback on this um, video. If you have any questions about how to do this, about um, different ideas that you might have, anything that you want to know more about this, please let us know. Please, guys. We would really appreciate it, guys. Like this video, comment, share it. And please follow our podcast. It's on yes. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Anchor, so many other podcast directories out there. It's called Converse with Anyone, Anywhere. Converse with Anyone, Anywhere, guys. Please follow us, like us. Guys, thank you guys so much. And of course, till next time.